Welcome to Chattagories, your weekly categorized chatcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by our co-host, Mark. What's up? And Mikey. Howdy, howdy. Hey, how's it going tonight, fellas? Uh, it's going. Exhausted. Awesome. Mark? Good uh, Titanfall going. Oh, yeah. Bit. i seen some updates. Are they getting some new Titans soon? Uh, not that I know of. Huh. But... I saw an update on Xbox Live about it, so I was kind of curious as to what that is, but uh definitely have to... Uh... Optimus Prime, so... <laughs> that was a good Easter egg, right? Good. April good. Fool's joke. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Well, it's funny that I'm sitting here because I tell you what, when I record my episode for the podcast, I always have to have the TV on, some kind of distraction, something I can, something that I always have to have the TV on. It's some kind of weird thing. I don't get it. I don't understand why, but I always have to have it on. Right now, it's SpongeBob, so that ties right back into our <laughs> last episode. So uh, that's you know, right. Can't can't not put SpongeBob on if it's on. It's like uh, if you're flipping through the channels, yeah, I'll watch it. Why not? But we're not here to talk about SpongeBob tonight, are we? No. no. Okay, let's talk about something a little more manly. Another something a little more uh, in touch with our uh, national pastime side. Um, Mikey, I will let you take it away. Alrighty. My uh, topic this week was um, seasonal. Now, I was talking to Jason and Mark, and it was really hard for me to get a topic that was seasonal. And... Um, you know, I was thinking all week, you know, and then finally um, I realized it was opening day for baseball a couple, a few nights ago. So I decided, hey, that's seasonal. That's what we're going to do is a baseball topic, and it's going to be our top three baseball players of all time awesome. based on any kind of – based on anything you want to base it on, whether it be, you know, the stats or personal reasons or just any reasons whatsoever. It's going to be your top three that you like so far. Awesome. Okay, my uh, my number three baseball player of all time is going to be Hank Aaron. Oh, awesome. Hank Aaron was born February uh, in 1934, February the 5th. His nickname was Hammer or Hammer and Hank. <laughs> <laughs> he um he played he was a he was a right fielder through 54 through 76. He spent 21 seasons in the major leagues with Milwaukee and Atlanta in the National League before playing for the Milwaukee Brewers of the American League for the final two years of his career in 99. In 99, the Sporting News ranked Aaron with one of the 100 greatest baseball players list. He held the home run record for 33 years, and he still holds several other MLB offensive, rec offensive records. Barry Bonds overtook his home run record, by the way. Um, he hit 24 or more home runs every year from 55 to 73 and he is the only player to hit 30 or more home runs in a season at least 15 times. He, in my opinion, is probably one of the greatest hitters in all of baseball. For power, finesse, just overall, he's just an offensive freak of nature. I mean, he has, he holds the MLB record for the most RBIs, extra base hits. He is in the top five for uh, career hits and runs. I mean, he is one of the only four players to have at least seven in the last 17 seasons, seasons with 150 or more hits. Now, I'm not saying his defensive skills were slacking either. It's just his offensive skills are just off the wall. They are, um, they're they're amazing. Mm -hmm. Very good player. He is my number three all-time favorite baseball player. Okay, so that was your number three, huh? Correct. Awesome. I can't wait to go back and hear it again because I had to get up for a second. <laughs> Sorry. 
Nature Call. You're fine. I understand. Kids, what are you going to do? But awesome. Hank Aaron. Mark, right. did you tell him about Hank Aaron? About your special relationship with him? I have not. Oh, you're going to tell him later or now? I might. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll leave, I'll leave it to you then. I'm going to start. So are you, are you the only there with Mikey, I'm assuming? <laughs> yeah, about 10 minutes ago. Just oh, kidding. No, it made me feel horrible. Okay. So I'm going to start mine off with something completely special. <clears throat> we all know the classic baseball song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, right? Correct. Well, I've made my own special rendition just for this podcast, so bear with me. Take me out to the chat cast. Take me out with the list. Chat up some players and statistics. I hope this episode is 30 minutes or less, so let's chat, chat, chat for these three guys. If all ours don't match, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, I'm done at the old chat cast. Wow. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> that was good. That was something special there. Thank you. I knew, I knew it was something special as soon as my fingers stopped typing. That was actually, that was actually really, really good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm not a, the biggest fan of baseball. I've never been to a national sporting event. Baseball, I actually was more interested in as I was a younger kid than I grew older. Granted, you know, if it's on, I'll watch it. It's kind of like SpongeBob. If it's on, I'll watch it. Why not? So, it's, baseball is one of those things. I think it'd be a much more interesting sport if I actually were to attend a baseball game. Because I've watched, like, right. you know, like uh, high school and, and like, uh, uh, my nieces and nephews play. And it's always fun to watch them in person. So, I'm going to start my list off with something that uh, hones more to my childhood. My number three is Ken Griffey Jr. Um, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. was born on November 21st, 1969. Um, he's also known as Junior or The Kid. He played for three different teams throughout his career. He played for the Cincinnati Reds, the Mariners, and the White Sox. Um, the reason I liked him so much as a kid because one of my favorite video games back in the day was Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball for the Super Nintendo. That was a fun baseball game. Um, fun fact for you here. Um, Nintendo, the video game company, owns the Mariners. So, you know, for them to be able to make a video game based around their team for the sport was probably a no-brainer for them. So, I liked him because he was a home run hitter of his time. Um, he holds the record for the most consecutive games where he hit a home run in with... Uh, and he shares that record with two other players. It was eight games in a row he's hit home runs in, which is pretty awesome. Um, he's a 13-time All-Star player. He's the seventh person in the Mariners Hall of Fame. And um, even though he's retired from playing the sport, he currently works for the Mariners as a consultant. And that is why he's my number three favorite baseball player of all time. Very good. Very good. All right. In inspired by uh, Jason's song, I, I want to start mine off in my a unique way, too. So, I have a quick joke I want to tell. All right, a baseball joke. Yeah. So, Bob didn't believe that Fred's dog could talk. So, Fred asked his dog, What's on top of the house? Roof! The dog barked. <laughs> Bob wasn't convinced. So, Fred asked the dog, How sandpaper feels? Rough! <laughs> he still Okay. Fred asked the dog, who was the greatest baseball player of all time? Ruth! With that, Bob walked away. Nice. Shaking his head in disbelief. 
The dog turned to Fred and asked, or was it Hank Aaron? <laughs> and this, this story really sums up what baseball that? is in my own personal opinion. Kind of a joke. I, uh, uh, whoa! <laughs> whoa! I, I sympathize, though. Some people out there think video games are dumb, a waste of time, and require, and require no physical activity. That's exactly how I feel about baseball. <laughs> Enough with the jokes. Uh, let's talk about America's national pastime. You know, the one before Netflix took that one title. I'm talking about baseball, and here's my number three pick. And I'm going to start with a quote for every one of my players. So here's this quote. Every strike brings me closer to my next home run. And that is, you know who I'm talking about. Peanuts, caramel, chocolate favored nougat covered in chocolate. Babe Ruth. <laughs> I figured it was Actually, Historically, no correlation to the candy bar. That's funny. <laughs> Introduced to baseball, to baseball by holy monks, George Herman Ruth began to excel at, the base, at baseball at the young age of 15. Jack Dunn, the current owner of the Baltimore Orioles, a minor league team that prepped players for the, best, the, for the Boston Red Sox, saw promise in Ruth. Since Ruth was underage, Dunn became his legal guardian in order to him to play professionally. The team jokingly called Ruth Dunn's new babe, quickly earning his nickname Babe Ruth. Oh, okay. It did not take long for Babe to be called to the majors. The left-handed pitcher proved immediately to be valuable to be a valuable member of the team. Over the next five years, Ruth led the Red Sox to three championships, including the 1916 title, which saw him pitch a still record. 13 scoreless innings in one game. Over the course of his career, Ruth went on to break baseball's most important slugging records, including most years leading a league in home runs, 12, if you're wondering, most total bases a season, 457, and highest slugging percentage for a season, 0.847. In all, he hit 714 home runs and mark that stood until 1974 when Hank Aaron of the Atlanta Braves surpassed him. Being an all-around great baseball player and having a caramel and chocolate-flavored nougat, <laughs> Babe Ruth, my number three baseball player that I could actually name. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's he's one of my guys, too. Me, too. So. <laughs> Alrighty, my number two baseball player is Jackie Robinson. All right. Jackie Robinson was an American baseball player who became the first African-American to play in the major leagues in modern era. Robertson broke the baseball color line when the Brooklyn Dodgers started him at first base on April 15, 1947, as the first major league team to play a black man since the 1880s. The Dodgers ended racial, seg racial segregation that had, that had relegated black players to the Negro League for six decades. The example of Robinson's character and unquestionable talent challenged the traditional basis of segregation, which then marked many other aspects of American life and contributed significantly to the civil rights movement. In addition to his cultural impact, Robinson had an exceptional baseball career. Over ten seasons, he played in six World Series and contributed to the Dodgers' 1955 World Series championship. He was a six-time consecutive All-Star 
From 49 to 54, he was a recipient of the inaugural MLB Rookie of the Year Award in 1947 and won the National League Most Valuable Player Award in 1949, the first black players to do so. Robertson was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1962. In 1997, MLB universally retired his number 42 all-across Major Leagues team. Wow, really? Yep, that's, every single Major League team. That's an honor, man. Here's, here's another fun fact for you. He was the first pro athlete in any sport to be so honored. He had the first time on April 15, 2004, MLB had adopted a new annual tradition, Jackie Robinson Day, on which every player on every team wears the number 42. How awesome is that? That's crazy. He was also known for his pursuits outside the baseball diamond and into the baseball medium. He was the first black television analyst for the major leagues and the first black vice president of a major American corporation. In the 1960s, he helped establish Freedom National Bank, an African-American financially institution, financial institution based in Harlem, New York. In recognition of his achievements on and off the field, Robinson was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom and the Congressional uh, Congressional Gold Medal. Dang. He is one of the five youngest – he's the youngest of the five children born to his two parents. His middle name was in honor of former President Theodore Roosevelt, who died 25 days before Robinson was born. Um, the reason why he's my favorite uh, – he's my second favorite baseball player is because um, he – uh, broke the racial segregation. I mean, he was a tremendous athlete as well, but with with so much on the line when he was signed, I mean, there's pitchers literally throwing at his head before they wore helmets. There was players in baseball you wear metal spikes on your cleats. There was players trying to physically injure him, not just hurt him, but injure him, trying to trying to keep him off the field. That's messed up. And the way he perse the way he persevered through that was it's really really inspiring. And that's why he's my number three. They have a movie about it. Yeah. It's really, really good, too. I recommend watching it, even if you're not a baseball fan. Mark. It's still <laughs> a really good movie. That's what I was going to ask. I, I have to watch it for two reasons. One, because the movie looked like it was real. The cinematography looked really good on it, so I definitely got to watch that. And secondly, anybody who's associated with the number 42 is awesome in my book. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, anyways. Nobody but Mark will get that. I didn't get that either. <laughs> That's great. I, I didn't, you know, I completely slipped my mind. Definitely a good choice for number two. I, awesome. Okay, uh, my number two. I picked somebody whose uh, roots are a little closer to our home in Oklahoma. Uh, my number two is Mickey Mantle. Um, nice. Born October twentieth, nineteen thirty-one, here in Oklahoma, the great state. Um, he was also known as the Commerce Comet or the Mick. Now, Commerce. The, you're like, what's Commerce? Commerce was the name of the town. I think he was either born or raised in. So he played high school football in commerce. Um, he also played for the Yankees for 18 seasons. Um, the reason I talked about him, like I said, his roots are in Oklahoma. Um, in Oklahoma City, in front of the Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark, there is a nice large bronze statue of him. And so every time I go to Oklahoma City, I see him literally every time because Bricktown's yep. awesome. If you're ever in Oklahoma, go to Bricktown. It's awesome. Anyways, um, fun fact. We're all full of fun facts, apparently, this episode. Here's a fun fact for you. His athletic career almost ended early. Like I said, he played high school football his sophomore year in um, Commerce, Oklahoma, um, and he was kicked in the shin. When when this happened, his left ankle became infected with uh, something called, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, osteomyelitis. The disease only had a cure a few years earlier. I mean, granted, he was born in 1931, so sophomore year is in the 40s. 
Um, you know, he was rushed to Tulsa to get the penicillin that he needed. So there you go, a little historical. If that if that doesn't place him, we think if we think of a world without penicillin or modern medicine. Yeah, that was his day and age in the forties. <laughs> Going to Tulsa to go get penicillin. There you go. Um, That's crazy. I also think he's a great player, honestly, because um, he he actually holds. It was actually a. I don't remember the exact term they used. He was actually like a good switch hitter, good switch player. Mikey, you might be able to help me figure that out. But he he, he could do. He was a good at overall player, and he actually still holds many world record series or world series records. Blah, 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 blah. World series records, including home runs eighteen, um, RBIs forty, runs forty two, walks forty three. Extra base hits, 26, and total bases, 123. Now, like I said, those are all records within the World Series. But he holds a lot of them still. Um, and he left this world in 1999, so uh, he's been gone for a while. But uh, baseball and the fans of the sport will never forget him for all of his awesome statistics and how good of a player he was. And that is why he's my number two. Awesome. Alrighty, Here's a quote from my number two. Baseball is 90% mental, and the other half is physical. You know who said this? Uh, oh, did you call it, Mikey? Yeah. Mark, who is it? Your favorite family cartoon character. Hey <laughs> there, it's Yogi Bear. <laughs> Yogi Bear. <laughs> That's my number two pick. And... Uh, <laughs> Just because of his name. That's it. Boogie <laughs> <laughs> Bear is an American former Major League Baseball catcher, outfielder, and manager. He played almost his entire 19-year baseball career for the New York Yankees. Bear is one of only four players to be named the most valuable player of the American League three times and is one of the managers to lead both American and National League teams to the World Series. As a player, coach, or manager, Bear appeared in 21 World Series. He was elect- elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1972. Bear is widely regarded as one of the greatest catchers in baseball history. He was named to the Major League Baseball All-Century team in a voting of fans in 1999. According to the wins shares, formula developed by I'm going to say this wrong Sabermetrician yeah Bill James Bear is is the greatest catcher of all time and the 52nd greatest non-pitcher player in Major League history he was also known as a great bad ball hitter when he did hit Bear was a very likable guy and was commented as striking no pun intended up wonderful conversation with those up to bat. Ted Williams, whoever that is, actually quoted, I will talk <laughs> after the game. I'm working here. He was a very nice guy, and that is why Yoga Berra is my number two baseball player that I'd, I could actually name. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. My number one baseball player is... Babe Ruth. Woo! George Herman Babe Ruth Jr. was born February 6th, 1895. His nickname is the Great Bambino and the Sultan of Swat. Okay. He 
is my favorite player because I still believe to this day he can play in any era of baseball. Yes, I know he was a drunk. He ate hot dogs all the time, and he was out of shape, and he didn't practice that hard. He was kind of lazy. I don't care. I still think he could go out there today and have the same numbers he was having back in the back in the 30s and 20s. He owns several. See, Mark already talked about this guy. He uh, he owns several records still. He is first in career slugging percentage with 690. First career on base percentage with 1.164. First career opponents in scoring position with 206 batting average. Second in career on RBIs with 2,200, and he's third in career in home runs with 714. He's been walked more than any other people except for two other people. I don't know how to word that. Sorry. He's the third most walked player then? Exactly. <laughs> yes, because he was such a he was such a great hitter that people would rather just walk him, put him, put him on base with balls. Fair enough. Yep. He actually started as a pitcher, as Mark already said, and he could have had a great career as a pitcher, but he was known as a pitcher who could hit extremely, extremely long fast or extremely long home runs, which is was very uncommon in his time. I mean it's still yeah. pretty uncommon now. True. Because now I mean now they they're it's all about pitching. They don't care about hitting. Pitchers will literally stand there and not swing once nowadays, which I hate it. It's it's stupid. But anyways, he is my favorite baseball player because he could basically hit a 700 or a 500 foot home run while drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, literally, he has. He used to say all the time that he 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 would drink hours before the game. Wow. He just didn't care. He was just so much. He was so much farther ahead than everyone else that he could literally hit home runs being drunk still, which is pretty freaking sweet. That's pretty cool. I, you know, I think you're absolutely right in what you said about him and. Uh, in terms of him being able to play in the modern day and age. Now, granted, regulations on the sport now may prohibit how much he can drink before the game <laughs> or when he can drink. I don't know about that. Uh, Probably. People love to regulate stuff now. Oh, so yeah. he, he was a man of his time and a, a legendary icon for sure. And it's funny, you know, I, I think you and I actually hit the note on this one because my number one is also... Babe Ruth. <laughs> Uh, you pretty much said all the facts I did. Like you said, he's also known as the Bambino or the Sultan of Swat. Fun fact, if you haven't figured it out by now, most players in the major baseball league like, typically have like two nicknames. So that's something I yeah. noticed. I, was like, I went through all of these, and it's like, okay, Junior Kid, Commerce Comet Mick, Bambino, Sultan of Swat. Why do they all have two nicknames? I don't get it. Anyways, uh, me neither. <laughs> he, uh, like you mentioned, he played. He was also a. He started as a pitcher and went and actually. Uh, and then played as a, uh, you know, up to bat a lot more, uh, known for his home runs. Uh, he played for the Red Sox and then the Yankees. Um, Red Sox suck, by the way. Did they? Or do they? I hate the I hate the Red Sox. Oh, wow. There you go. Go Yankees. He's throwing it down, people. Take that to the bank. Uh, like you said, most of, I said, I have the exact same records. You mentioned his 690 slugging record. One, I had 1.164 career uh, OPS. What's OPS again? OPS on base slugging. Oh, okay. It's a uh, it's a baseball calculating as the sum of the baseball player's on base percentage and slugging average. It's combining two averages into one, basically. Hey, we, oh, Mikey, stuff. All right. Um, 
and like Mark mentioned uh, many times, he also has a candy bar that has the exact same name. How awesome would it be to actually get a photo of him holding a Babe Ruth? Anyway, That'd be sweet. Um, you know, he, he definitely was a vital part of Major League Baseball history. He was actually he was a man of his time. He helped to usher in the live ball era where there was a great revival in the sport. Um, the sport because of his ability to hit the home run, um, he turned what used to be a slow-paced, strategic game into the exciting modern sport that it is. And that's why he's the number one player of all time in my book. Very good. Yeah, you know, I just picked uh, I picked him because I didn't want to talk about him last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to get it done and out of the way. There you go. <laughs> all right, here's a quote from my number one. On the field, the blacks have been able to be super giants. But once our playing days are over, this is the end of it, and we go back to the back of the bus again. You know who said this? Your favorite mystery-solving cow dog, Hank Aaron. <laughs> so I had to pick Hank Aaron, as Jason alluded to earlier, as my number one, because my middle name is Aaron, and I remember mom and dad telling me that it was after Hank Aaron, and... Really? I think that's what they said. I have a bad memory, and my parents are notorious liars, so it's probably not true. <laughs> okay, so nicknamed Hammer and Hank, as you know, alluded to before, um, he's regarded as one of the greatest hitters in the history of the sport. Hank played almost 23 years of baseball between the Braves and Brewers, setting several records and honors. Hank continues to hold many of baseball's most distinguished records today, including runs, home runs, batted in, batted in extra base hits, total bases, and most years with 30 or more home runs. He is also ranked one of the baseball's top five players for career hits and runs for more than two decades. Aaron held the record for most career home runs 755, surpassing Babe Ruth's home run record in April 8, 1974. Barry Bonds, who's a druggie, broke the record on August 7, 2007, when he scored... Show me a failed... <laughs> scored his 756 home run in San Francisco, California. Born in Mobile, Alabama, Aaron is an, as an African-American, despite Jackie Robinson's work to break prejudices against African-Americans in baseball. Aaron still had it rough, especially when he beat Babe Ruth's record-smashing 715 home runs, receiving much racial hate mail since they didn't want a black man overcoming a white man's record. Despite this attack against him, he still went on to be one of the best, and that is why he's not my number one baseball player that I could actually name. Yay! <laughs> I'm glad that's the criteria by which you selected your top three. It is. I like it. <laughs> so I saw Yogi Bear, and I was like, I gotta pick him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. That was an awesome list. Give your all selves a round of applause. <laughs> all kinds of love tonight. All right. Fantastic. That was great, guys. 
<sighs> well, this week's uh, any oh honor, any honorable mentions, real quick. I don't have any because I'm kind of like Mark. It's like those are the top three I could think of, and any other ones I could think of, I probably will butcher. Uh, Barry Bonds, because he's a all all time home run re- record. There you go. And mm-hmm. he didn't cheat. Show me a failed drug test. <laughs> Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. And Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, Alex Rodriguez. There you go. I I, I know those names. No, he is <laughs> now he is a cheater. Oh. Uh, but if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Hey, there you go. Words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, I, I, I had to get up a couple of times during the podcast for my child. Did you happen to mention the, your link between you and Hank Aaron? I, I did. I also called both our parents notorious liars. <laughs> that whoa! I didn't. I didn't catch that. Holy crap! Okay. You'll have fun in post production. Yeah, guys. I well, I always have fun in post production. I heard you guys say some funny stuff whenever the other day. Whenever you told me. What I what I missed out on, you guys said said a joke or something. I did catch it, by the way. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, I I love you, and you're not a liar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Okay, so this week was Mikey's turn, which means that means that next week will be my turn. Ha <laughs> ha! It's time Woo! to randomly select the next week's category. Category for next week is games. Awesome. Yes. Games. Oh, awesome. I've been waiting for this category. If you guys couldn't tell, you know, all my numerous video game references and Mark won't shut up about Titanfall. So maybe I ought to talk about video games this next week. Uh, Let's see. Um, Or board games. Board games. Yeah, we left it open to any kind of games. And my passion. I, I love board games. I wish I had more people to play with that actually enjoyed the games that I do. Risk seen it, but nobody seems to like them around here. So all I all seen I, it. I can't stand seen it. You know, I have to play the games that meet the lowest common denominator of people. So <laughs> I, you know, what do I do? So I have to play like you know. I must say this: Cards Against Humanity's best board game ever. Fantastic! You nailed it. Cards Against Humanity. Uh, check it out. Awesome game. It's like apples to apples, but for. Uh, adults. So, there you go. <sighs> but I, my passion lies with video games, and I grew up playing video games, and I love video games, and it drives Erica nuts, but guess what? I still love video games. So, I think, and I like music too, so what I'm going to go for this next episode is top three video game soundtracks. So that's for the entire soundtrack of a video game. It could have been, It could be a video game from any era, from... Uh, Atari up to PC doesn't matter. Your top three soundtracks of all time, video games of all time. So, all right. and I could name twenty, and it's going to be a really hard list. And I'm going to have a ton of honorable mentions and a lot of sound clips. So be prepared. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Oh, it's it's <laughs> going to be awesome. You you have no. I mean, I know what your one of yours might be. I think, but I mean, we'll have to go there and. I've got a lot of thinking to do and a lot of research to do, which I do enjoy my research. I listen to video game soundtracks about every day. So this should be an easy one for me. I thought the baseball one would be terrible. No, the baseball one was perfectly fine. I had fun with it. Isn't that fun? Yeah, absolutely. Baseball fans probably hate me now. <laughs> hey, I had to mention this. I, I was going to mention this, and this is completely out of the cycle of the, the show notes, but... Um, we went to a staycation over the weekend. We went to the medieval fair, and we stayed in a hotel. So I get up the next morning. We're 
the wife and kids are getting cleaned up and ready to leave the hotel room, I go down to the lobby to get my two free breakfasts that the hotel provided, which weren't bad, by the way. Um, and I went to sit down in the lobby because they had to make it for me. It wasn't just a buffet like you normally get. They actually made me breakfast, which was cool. So I was all right with that. So I sat down in the lobby, and I, lo and behold, I look up, and there's a TV. The very back, near the actual kitchen area at the bar where they were cooking the food. And I look up, and all of a sudden, I see a man on TV. It's a movie. Rising up from the ground. And lo and behold, it's Jeff Bridges. And he's wearing yes. a sweat. He's wearing uh, some kind of athletic suit. And I look, and I see chicks and leotards. And lo and behold, it was the movie Stick It that y'all keep talking about. Woohoo! Uh, Good so, movie. We're gonna have Great to, movie. We're going to have to talk about that movie. And I, and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, now I remember this movie. And I remember some of the things I liked and didn't like about it. And we'll have to talk about those at a later time, but I definitely need to watch the movie again. I guess we're just going to have to talk about it openly sometime soon. So, anyways, Have a little mini-sode. A mini-sode, absolutely. We need to have a mini-sode for that. Yeah, yeah, fun little features. But anyways, I had to mention that before I forgot about it. So, yes, next week. Top three video game soundtracks of all time. So, any closing comments from you guys? Baseball was great. Good choice, Mikey. That was a great way to do seasonal. Thank you. Nope, don't really have any comments. Now, no, Mark, sir. you are going to be uh, gone next week, so we're going to have to do. We're going to have to split uh, our podcast up. It's going to have a big break here for a week or so, but um, you'll be back soon, hopefully, all safe and sound, and we'll be able to do our episode then. So, any uh, anything else from you before you uh, legally leave the country? <laughs> I'm good. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks to both co-hosts this week, and thank you, listener, for tuning in. Next week, we will talk about our top three video game soundtracks of all time. If your list was different than ours, we'd like to hear about it. Send us your top three items from this week's category to chatagories at gmail.com. We may just read yours next week. Happy chatting. <laughs>